the end of the world as we know it. Today I'm talking about how we all have ancestors. Capital A. Ancestors meaning elevated ancestors. And there are important things to learn about, important things to unlearn, as well as to consider and take into consideration. And that's a lifelong thing. It's lifelong. And I haven't talked so very much about this stuff because I haven't felt that it's appropriate, that I'm ready, that it would just be right. Or, yeah, but I'm getting the sense and the guidance that I can try my hand at it as things are unfolding and moving in a clearer direction for myself. But always bear in mind, I am a student. I am a student for life. Thank goodness, right? Pressure off. At least some of it anyway. I am not an elder. Thank goodness. (laughs) Pressure off. And uh, so this is not comprehensive. If anything I'm talking about interests someone in learning more, I have some solid, what I feel are solid resources listed in the resource page on my website. Again, not everyone is going to agree with those resources or even be interested in them, but there you have it. The last number of years, especially increasingly since, I don't know what year, several, let's just say several and decide that several can mean a decade. (laughs) But things about ancestors, things about ancestral trauma, things about ancestral lineage healing, in the spiritual self-help and personal transformation marketplace, that topic comes up a lot more frequently. And wherever somebody lands on that stuff, opinions and beliefs, feelings about it, it does make sense. The increase in interest, engagement, it makes sense from a big picture view. Meaning, let's not just look at trendiness, at marketplaces, let's not just look at people being basic, air quotes, basic, right? or appropriating or Instagram aesthetics. Let's zoom out and see why that might be. Why does that make sense? I did a recording about that. I think it was called, Why Are There So Many Healers? Maybe also a blog, I don't know. And that kind of applies still some of the things I think I talked about to this topic today. But basically, Whether someone sees it clearly or is in denial of this, Earth is collapsing and civilization along with it. It just is. Now, timelines and results and outcomes, all that is just a morass. So fraught, like everything these days, right? But the basic, ultimate, foundational reality is that we are... All of us on this planet in collapse mode and that is a direct existential crisis 
for each of us. Again, whether we want to see it or not, our souls and bodies, no. Maybe not our mental thinking and feeling minds, beliefs, opinions, but some deep part of us is aware. And I feel that that deep drive that can be stirred up by an existential crisis can really lead people to marketplaces, to craving a deeper connection, to craving a deeper sense of belonging and place and all of the things. So again, this is based on my own experiences as a student, not comprehensive, and specifically as a student of one specific tradition, healing tradition. There is a big difference when we're talking about ancestors, lowercase a and and uppercase a. There's a big difference between family members we are related to who have passed on and elevated ancestral spirits. We all have both. Everyone who is alive today from any background, this is what I have been taught by the elders I have learned from. And that having a certain background doesn't block or negate or preclude someone from having elevated ancestors along with all the rest of their family lineages, uh, family members and relatives in, in their lineages. So we all have elevated ancestors who carry gifts, gifts and legacies that they want to have be expressed in our lives. And that includes everyone, not just people who have a calling to heal. The people who have a calling to heal are a very, very small minority. We're talking everyone here. This is for everyone. And a calling to heal, what that is, it's an elevated ancestor or multiple ancestors who still want to and need to work through that person in the healing arts working directly through them in a very real, vibrant way. Not metaphorical, (laughs) this isn't just metaphor, but in a real way. So whether somebody hears that and is like, ew, I don't believe in that, that's cool. I'm just gonna talk, okay? So these are elevated ancestral spirits who wish to continue to work through that living person, that living descendant so that they can continue their healing work that they did when they were alive. But everyone, everyone is carrying gifts and legacies that are a part of these elevated ancestors. And so that constitutes a calling, everyone. That constitutes a calling, a path of purpose or a destiny, you could call it a type of dharma that doesn't mean being a healer or a shaman that could be so many things like everything under the sun however I would say it always maybe that's kind of a strong generalized word to use here but it will always be in service it's a perp- it's a path of purpose a calling a destiny that is in service to life to nature But anyway, when we're talking about family members, lineages uh, with 
with all the relatives that we have, that we're related to, who have passed on, either more recently in your lifetime or in your parents' lifetimes or in your grandparents' lifetimes, so like relatively that family of origin, but also going all the way back. Way, 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 way back. We're talking thousands and thousands of years. All the way back. Those family members who have passed on might not be healthy. They might not be happy. They might not be at rest. And those are not the people that we want to go to for help. In fact, they are the ones usually needing help from the living. It's important to know that some don't want to be helped. Like, for example, an angry, drunk uncle, he might want to stay that way. And there's nothing that anyone can do, really. Um, there can even be family members who are conflicted. They want to be well but their stuff is so powerful that they're not able to be or they struggle to be. There's so many different shades and variations of this. It's, it's a really big kind of complex realm that we're talking about here. So this is very basic. But our elevated ancestors, capital A, they are the bright and shining ones. They are the gold in all of our lineages. When we think of lineages, most of us, a lot of us, tend to think only as far back as, like I said, a few generations. And we can see, a lot of us, that so many of those people had issues, right? And we can't imagine that among even if we're aware that there are many millions of people that we're related to throughout our lineages, we can't imagine that there's some folks in there somewhere that are truly well and truly wise, but they are there. I mean, just, just like laws of statistics. If you, if you are connected with millions and millions of people, somewhere in there, someone's done some inner work, right? Someone's done the work. <laughs> At least one person. <laughs> But sometimes even those elevated ancestors, the wise ones, the bright ones, the gold ones, they will still need healing too before they can fully connect with their living descendant. Um, and that's really important to remember. Things don't show up wrapped up nice, neat, and clean and ready to go like they do in our industrial society. There's work still to be done, even with the bright and shining gifts and legacies that we carry. So now we get to a fraught. I like that word, fraught. Like I hear it and I get all anxious. The word itself feels anxious. But okay, so white people, such as myself, with non-white ancestors. By that I mean non-white elevated ancestors, but also non-white family lineage members going way, 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 way back, and also sometimes not that far back. Not that far back at all. 
Um, when I talk about the spiritual marketplace, the self-help space, increasingly the last years or so, there are white people, there are people with European heritage, as well as just very westernized people. You make of that phrase what you will. I hope that pisses some people off. I just, I'm going to leave that there. Just westernized people are either being called to a path of traditional healing or they're choosing that path based on an interest or based on spiritual gifts that they may have. In my experience, remember, I'm just talking from my experience, it's always vital that someone, regardless of their background, that they have clarity and solid guidance, mature, grounded guidance for that path, because it is problematic and can even be damaging for someone who isn't called or isn't Maybe they're called and they're not ready yet to go that route. Maybe there's a lot of stuff that needs to be tended to before they go that route and they just don't want to tend to the things, they don't know how to, whatever the case. But in my experience, it's even more essential that white people, that people with European lineages, that Western people, again, all those things are not the same thing. They're there's variance and nuance. It's not an equal thing. I'm just kind of like trying to be organized here by lumping all of that together. But it's important that those people are clear, in my experience, that it is right and aligned for them to go that route. And like I said, it's also really important that they, in my experience, are willing and able to do some deeper work willing and able, I think, being keywords. For myself, I have seen that having or carrying, I don't have, I don't own, I don't control, this isn't possession. Either way, you look at it, this isn't about possession, the way we think of possession, but carrying with me since birth and before birth, these non-white ancestral spirits, and by the way, I also have European ancestral elevated spirits with me as well. They're from kind of like all over the place. But that, none of it, none of it negates, cancels out my own conditioning, my own history, my own descendancy from oppressive systems in my lineages, from being born and raised in America. I just leave it at that. <laughs> I just don't even need to go deeper. I'm just going to put that there again. In fact, I would say that this path has made my Western conditioning, that being raised and conditioned by America, even more obvious and glaring to me. And it has been so clear to me how lifelong this deconditioning and unlearning process will be. And just very generally speaking, the industrial paradigm that most of us, many of us alive today, again, regardless of background, 
we have been conditioned and it goes so, so deep. But again, that doesn't mean it's an equal thing for each person. Why would a white European descended person have or carry with them? Carry with them non-white elevated ancestors. Why would that even possibly be a thing? It's through a variety of ways. Again, going back far and also going back not that far. I think talking about this stuff requires or would benefit from a better understanding of genetics, a better understanding of history, like global history, not just local. I think it would benefit from people taking some time to learn about all of the factors that can go into what looks like a very white or American person carrying with them more diversity than is apparent at first look. There are so many ways, maybe not so many, but there are a variety of ways that someone has in their lineages these non-white, non-European, non-American elevated ancestors who are themselves gifts and legacies, wanting to and seeking to connect with that person, to heal with that person, and to work through that person. Again, anyone, not just someone called to heal. History of this planet is complex. People relating with other people doesn't always follow just one single narrative. There are and have been marriages between very different people from different cultural backgrounds that were consensual marriages, actually something that was chosen and, and wanted. Sometimes there were, many times, there were non-consensual marriages where it was just part of cultures to like do those things. And then there was a lot of forcible Some would call it rape, some would call it ownership, um, some would call it forcible interbreeding, whatever the dynamics were or what you want to call it, where there was a child or children or offspring. There's also ways that elevated ancestors can connect with someone that is not by blood, not by the birth of children. It can be through usually what is called conquest and commerce. So trade routes and wars, that kind of stuff. All, all, what all of that, like both and, <laughs> all the ways that that is shown up in, in history. So a person from another culture will come into an intense kind of contact intense either 
lengthy, involved, um, brutal. They'll come in contact with each other in some way where the result spiritually or, or just lineage-wise means that that person is now connected with the other person's lineage. So coming in contact with a European person in an intense way through conquest and commerce, and then through that, those events becoming attached to their lineage, or vice versa. A European person coming into contact with another non-European, you get the point, right? What's important here is that healing that, healing that connection, making things right, which involves and can involve work of justice, or we can just generally say here, making things right. Doing that work comes through a variety of ways. But it becomes even more essential for that living modern person, that Western person, that white person, to address that healing. Because unless they do, the issues that result from conquest and commerce and non-consensual marriages and forcible connections, those issues will continue to fester in those lineages, those living lineages and the descendants. Like I said, elevated ancestors who want to guide us and are themselves gifts. They are themselves legacies. For that to be restored, reclaimed, and working through us, it doesn't mean that it shows up all nice and neat and ready to go. Ready to bless us with the desires of our hearts. Ready to instill within us a sense of purpose. Healing work still needs to be done depending on who that ancestor is depending on their history, depending on your history with their history, where they come from, their connection with our lineages. Is it by conquest and commerce? Is it by blood? Is it by both or all of the above? <laughs> is it through violence? Sometimes it isn't. Is it through peace and love? Is it through your blood lineage, like I said, or is it not? There are also, in addition to elevated ancestral spirits who were human, there are also non-human spirits and forces of nature and deities that can be connected to someone's lineage. Again, through all of the same ways and probably others I haven't either learned about or thought of or clarified. But all the same rules of engagement apply, meaning it's important to know that it is an aligned thing, that it is a right thing to connect and work with those non-human spirits and forces. It's important to know what is required to heal that connection. 
there's probably going to be. It's important to know how to connect, what's required in that relationship for it to be well, for it to be fair, for it to be collaborative and reciprocal. All of this work requires, this is essential, a big dose of respect. Not fear, but respect. That's foundational. Treating any spirit, even those who are offering help and want to help, treating them as a resource or somewhere to place an order for what you want or to only go when you're scared or in need of something or in crisis. Maybe someone decides to do that and that's their decision. Just know that there are effects and consequences like with any action we take. There's consequences. And so having really strong desires and attachments and really strong resentments and really strong rage and a a deep need to control. All that needs to lighten up and lessen up in its hold and power over someone. Otherwise, this connecting with ancestors can get and stay and be messy. So wrapping it up, for someone who understandably believes that white people, that European people, or even just very Western American people shouldn't touch any of this stuff at all for valid reasons. They might believe that. There are a few more things to consider and learn about and listen to should someone choose to. And if they choose not to, then they don't. For someone who doesn't believe that it's a big deal, everything I'm talking about here, these factors to consider and be thoughtful and mindful about, they think it's not a big deal. Spirituality, even shamanism or traditional healing is for everyone. It's open to everyone. We're all one. We're all the same. And they might be feeling like wokeness is messing up their vibe. To those people, I would say there are things to consider and learn about and really listen to. Listen to hear. Really hear. If they choose to. And if someone doesn't choose to, then they don't. That's my attempt at this top topic for now. As I learn and unlearn, as things shift and change, I'm sure that my perspectives will also change. But this is what I offer right now. I hope that it's clear and that it's helpful in some way. Thanks for listening. Bye!